All right, anyway, let's <laughs> let's not waste this opportunity before it comes back. On the air, my name is Darian. I have returned for another week of horror bullshit. Miss Monica has returned. I'm here. At long last. She has decided to grace us with her presence. (laughs) (laughs) She has decided to save you inmates from another uh, boring show. (laughs) Oh my god. Monica, what have we missed out on in the last month? A lot. A lot of uh, dog lice, I understand. Dog lice, dog surgery. Husbands throwing their back out, backs out, moving back furniture. Surgery back surgery coming up, Ooh. so, Man. yeah. And you're pregnant. Oh, my God. I am too <laughs> old for that shit. One of these days, you're going to say, yes, I am, in fact, pregnant. And that's going to be a, that's going to blow me out of my chair. That's going to blow me out of my chair. You won't even have a chair oh my to, God. to start with. It will, we'll make this a standing room only kind of a thing. <gasps> wow. the day she eats meat. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I had yes. a bacon cheeseburger, you son of a oh bitch. And I ended God. up pregnant. It was beautiful. <laughs> Please don't say that. Do not jinx me anymore. <laughs> Buddy's in the house also. Hey, What's yeah. up, big dog? Oh, you know, uh, looking forward to the day off tomorrow after working last weekend. Yeah, Batman. Mm-hmm. You've been working like a dog, you yeah. son of a gun. It happens. Yes. It happens. You're a champion. You look very tired. Did I, I tell am, you that? I'm tired, tired, but I, I'm uh, a lot better than working two full-time jobs. Okay. It's like one of those, yeah, I'm tired from working, but it's it's nice. You know, it's like, uh, Yeah, because you get a day off. Yeah. As opposed to not having any days off. Yeah. Just having a bit of a commute between jobs. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like your day off. <laughs> right. Motherfucker. <laughs> no How about way. you? How about you? What's oh, I'm on? fine. I'm on vacation, actually. Lucky so master. I haven't done shit like since uh, Saturday. Saturday I ran a half marathon. Wow! I ran from my house to my work. It's about thirteen. It's actually about uh, closer to fourteen miles. Wow! Hmm. Thirteen. It's a motherfucker, man. Took South Veterans Parkway all the way down. Wow! Me and the girls banging it. Damn, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard, man. I mean, it's not as hard as this neighborhood because this neighborhood is all up and down. Oh, so this is yeah. gonna be your new thing. Miles. So you're not even gonna bother driving to work and just run to work now. Uh, no, man. No, I'm still recovering. Recovering. <laughs> oh, okay. It's Tuesday. I uh, my knees look like softballs right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> right on, dudes. Well, we got the usual shit show to get into here. We got horror news, listener mail, all the usual shenanigans. Mm-hmm. We usually like to kick things off with a little horror news right about now, buddy. 
Yeah, a little horror buddy. news, buddy. Horror news? <laughs> horror it's news. It's a different segment. <laughs> we do that one after the show. <laughs> My wife goes to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Horror news. Monica, I don't see a little notebook in front of you. I I haven't had, uh, well, like I said, I haven't had any time. Uh-huh. And I, I think I've only watched one movie, How honestly. How dare you? Wow. How dare you? One month off and, and I didn't watch one movie it's and no horror news. I know. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I, you know what, man? I'm with you because I hate a shitty October. I think it was like four, no, it was like 15 years ago. I had a really shitty October. Uh-huh. I got in a fight like at the beginning of the month, lost my job the week after that. Then I had to go to court for the, fir- for the fight at the beginning in the third week of the month. And then on the last week of the month, like right before Halloween, my girlfriend broke up with me. Oh. That's a shitty October, dude. Well, oh, you know, before you start horror news. That's horror news in itself. Yeah. I just wanted to share this real quick, just uh, because of what I told you guys that's been happening and stuff. Uh-huh. And, you know, I was, I don't ever get to like, just go home and sit down. I'm on the run, like yeah. all fucking day doing this, doing that for everybody else. Mm-hmm. No time for me. And so this was really spooky, but I had to share this because I shared it with a friend of mine who, um, uh, she's not psychic, but she sees a lot of, um, ghosts okay and so uh so my old house where my dad died is Mm -hmm. right across the street from the dog park okay and so uh it wasn't was it last week yes it was last thursday night i was walking with the girls and it was dark so they had their lighted up collars on Mm -hmm. and so i'm doing the pass by my old house and i look over and i see a black shadow standing in front of my house right and i look at it and it's just it's still it's not moving or anything and i'm like okay what is that and so (laughs) right i put my as i keep walking i put my head up to hear like if i hear footsteps or not Mm -hmm. you know because if somebody's walking you can hear it with the leaves and everything so i'm listening as i'm walking and i stop (laughs) and i don't hear anything right so i turn back around and it's still there and i'm all okay and right away i'm like that's my dad and so I keep walking and I get to the gate and I go back into the park and I look. It's gone, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm all, okay, it couldn't have been a person because that person would have had to come this way in my direction or on the other side of the street. So I tell my friend that. I'm like, hey, what do you think of this? And she's like, you know, she she tries to uh, close herself up because she doesn't like to be overwhelmed by like... Um, I know you guys think it's full of shit, but she doesn't like to be overwhelmed <laughs> by, uh, you know, uh, the presence of spirits and stuff. Yeah. So she doesn't say anything to me. 
And then she calls me back up later and she's like, hey, um, she's I just want you to know she's I was like trying to keep myself closed when you were telling me that story. She, and look, I'm getting goosebumps. And she's like, but she's all, is there stuff happening in your life right now? And I'm like, well, yeah. yeah. And she's yeah. like, okay, she's all your dad wants you to know that you need to like slow down and take a breath. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, really? And I have been like so stressed out. And as wow. yeah, I've just had so much stuff going on and I was like, okay, I knew it was him. And so on my drive over here, of course, I was stuck for like an hour on Prater Way. Again? Yes. And usually, Fucking you know, I'm like... Because of the construction. Right? Yes, yeah, it's down fuck. one way. And I'm sitting there like... Normally, I'm screaming and yeah. hollering on my drive over here. But this time, I was just sitting there and I'm like... Oh, you first. Go ahead. I yeah. don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I just don't care today. I fuck it. You yeah. know, my dad said I need to slow down man <laughs> and so i got here like right at six o'clock did you notice that i did notice that <laughs> okay i just wanted to share it's that all sorry. Right, no, sorry i'm into it i like that dead kind of ghost. i know stuff. troy will appreciate it of course it. he will hmm. he's probably had an encounter with your dad at one point or another <laughs> all right buddy what do you got big dog so selena gomez is producing and likely starring in horror film dollhouse it's being compared to Black Swan. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a psychological horror movie um, from STX Films and 21 Laps. And uh, they brought on Selena Gomez on board. Uh, nice. She will produce and film and potentially mm. star. Uh, Michael Paisley wrote Dollhouse, so uh, set in the upper echelon of New York City's fashion scene. She uh, She's a bit of a horror... Uh, yeah, she veteran. She's the, she's yeah. been in some horror movies. Yeah, she she has? has. Yeah, she, mm-hmm. uh, Aftershock with Eli Roth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dead Don't Die, which for the life of me, I will never understand. Hmm. With Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, she's been in a few. Huh. Okay. Very interesting. Those are the sounds of growl that's growling what, that's demons. The towns of hell out there. <laughs> exactly. And they won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, some exciting news <laughs> exclusive tremors Shrieker Island clip John Hedder talks Michael Gross out of retirement <laughs> so, have you guys seen that seen what the, the new, tremors? new tremors no I finally saw it did you yeah, yeah. I no. actually watched it while I was at work with John Hedder yes okay I didn't know that was him. He Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. he does yeah. not look anything like he used to. I. He's almost like a big fat guy now. Wow. Yeah. Well, he. I felt like he was. They were trying to make him a Jamie Kennedy. A little bit, probably. Yeah. 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 But it was a really good movie. Was I it? really enjoyed okay. it. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. I yeah. Kind of feel like I want to get caught up on Tremors. But you don't at the need same to. Time, who gives a shit? You don't need to. That's Just jump into this one because uh, that ugly man plays in it. What ugly man? From Thirty One. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Richard Brake? Yes. What's your problem with Richard Brake? Nothing. He's just not attractive. He's not, but no. it's fine. Yeah, no. He's he's, a, got, he's got a set of abs on him. I'll yes. tell you that right now. Well, because there's not an ounce of fat on not that Not an man. ounce. 
<laughs> he would he would kick the shit out of all four of us at a BMI co- uh, competition. Oh, I would blow us try. out of the water. <laughs> I think he eats like two grains of rice every Thursday. And that's it. <laughs> that's all he does. That's it. Two grains of rice and works out, and that's all. Yeah. So the franchise monsters known as the Shriekers are back in Tremors Shrieker Island, the series' seventh installment, borrowing DVD and Blu-ray on October twentieth. A bird gummer, of course, Michael Gross, is suffering from PTGD, post-traumatic graboid disorder, jokes John Hedder's character in the exclusive clip from Shrieker Island. Hedder has found Gummer isolated on an island and is there in an attempt to convince the Tremors veteran to come out of retirement. Basically, when a group of wealthy trophy hunters genetically modify graboid eggs to create the ultimate hunting experience... It isn't long before their prey escapes the confines of their small island and begin ter- terrorizing the inhabitants of a nearby island research facility. The head of the research facility and her second in command, Jimmy, locate the one man who is an expert in killing graboids. The one and only and now reluctant Bert Gummer. Once on board, Bert leads the group of an all-out war against the larger, faster, and terrifyingly intelligent Graboids and the swiftly multiplying Shriekers. Well, I don't feel like we need to actually see the movie now. <laughs> you, pretty, you pretty much just ran us through the whole fucking thing. I know, buddy. right? Yeah, the, that What else ma- do we need to know? <laughs> not really. That makes it sound cheesy, but it was not cheesy. It was my voice, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it was well, like the I in-depth plot re- analysis. The, <laughs> yeah, the whole us. breakdown of the movie. Yeah, I don't think anybody needs to actually watch it. But the movie I was now. like bawling my eyes out at the end. Oh, stop oh, it. No. Stop it. I refuse to cry during a tremor movie right stop oh, it right now i you will if you think god damn it burt gummer dies doesn't he uh, i'm not telling you that's what you don't have to you don't have to i already know well you know if, if burt well, gummer gets eaten by one of those tremors he'll probably come back in the next one exploding if, out of if it. they just said they're gonna make a number what seven this is the seventh one. Oh, okay if number they're gonna eight. make a number eight then you know he didn't die no i think it's time for kevin bacon to make his dramatic return or Burt Ward. Is Burt Ward still alive? Who played mm. the son in the movie? Who uh, was his son in the movie? Was it Kevin Bacon or Jamie no, Kennedy? it wasn't Jamie Kennedy. No, it was it that weird random guy. The, the one that had his pregnant wife? Yeah. Because they referenced the son in the movie going, oh, well, he's in prison, you know. Oh. So I was like, huh. I wonder oh. if they're going to pass the torch to that dude. Oh, maybe. Who knows? Mm. Whatever. Mm. All right, buddy, what else you got? That's all I got. What do you got? Hey, are you guys ready for a two-hour Zach Baggins Travel Channel Halloween extravaganza? Are we? No. Can I tell you where this is, the, the, the location of this haunted? Reno, Nevada. You're very close. Virginia City. You're even closer. The Washoe Club. Uh, closer still. Dayton, Nevada. How about the former <laughs> zoo owned by Joe Exotic? I don't know what that is. The Tiger King. Tiger King. Oh, he's going to do a two hour live uh, ghost hunt from Joe Exotic's former zoo. Oh, I think he's and hoping- that was in Nevada. No, man. It was in oh. Oklahoma. OK, I don't know anything you about the you ti- watch the tiger. No, King. no. Watch the Tiger King. There are no animal, well, none, at least that you get to see. Being <laughs> There's a great soundtrack in there, too. Oh, 
<laughs> that fucking soundtrack. Uh, looks like Stephen Lang has wrapped filming of a Don't Breathe sequel. Yay! Wow. Finally! Pumped mm-hmm. for that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope he kicks somebody's ass. Mm-hmm. Sci-Fi has announced the cast of their upcoming Day of the Dead series. Nobody. There's no. I, I looked at the cast list. It's <laughs> a bunch of people from random TV shows, pretty okay. much. Uh, is so anybody, that won't be that well. <laughs> does anybody give a shit about Day of the Dead? No. Here's the thing. That, if they could do a decent installment, because they've, they've made a Day of the Dead sequel, didn't make a lick of sense. They made two Day of the Dead remakes, both of them terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're doing this series, which I'm sure is going to, but sci-fi for Christ's sakes, yeah. I'm sure it's going to be equally dog shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that franchise? It's not even a franchise. Just that thing. Is it cursed all of a sudden? I would say so. Yeah, that's what it feels like. And lastly, it looks like uh, there's going to be a Mad Max spinoff in in the works. Yeah. Furiosa. Yeah. Starring Anya Taylor-Joy. Uh-huh. With the huffing and puffing. I'm kind of excited about this. We'll see. You're not into it. We'll see. I mean, it's not real. You could you could have a Mad Max universe, right? Yeah, but it depends on where they're going to go with this. I mean, is it going to be? Well, I mean, Fury Road wasn't really a Mad Max movie, right? It was a Furiosa movie. I would, I love, I love that universe. I love the the wasteland. For some reason, people in Australia hate it, according to Tim. But I I dig it, and I would like to see you know some of these weirdo gangs and you know the Bullet Farm and. Uh, you know, gas town, all that fun stuff. Hmm. So maybe we'll get some of that. Maybe. Uh, this is a spin-off? A spin-off, a spin-off of Fury yeah. Road. Okay, it's so, not going to be the movie, though, with Tom Hardy. No, no. no. Oh, okay. I think this is going to be like an origin story of Furiosa. Okay. So hmm. I don't think it's going to have, probably not going to have Mad Max in it at all. Oh, probably okay. Not. I remember seeing that this area. a while back. I think and so, Charlize was pretty upset about it. I think she was upset about the Mad Max sequel. Yes, but she was also upset about being replaced by a younger girl and stuff. If it's a prequel, then it's a fucking prequel. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't just throw her You can't bring an older actress in to play a younger version of you, you nutsack. Okay, then. See, this is what we're dealing with. Who gives a shit about Charlize anyway? Fucking jackass. (laughs) All right, gang, that's all we got on the horror news. How about a little listener mail action, if we could? Yeah. Listener mail. Listener mail. Alrighty, let's jump right over to Doki- Tokyo, Japan. I almost called it Doki- Tokyo. Tokyo, Japan. <laughs> With our main man, Kevin. Lonely hey. Bob in the house. What's up, Kevin? Subject line, Dead Sled Coffee. We talked Ooh. about this last week. Yeah. Remember that? Hey there, Padded Room crew. Thanks for the tip about the Robert England coffee. You should set up a referral code or some if they have that. I went ahead and ordered the set that came with the t-shirt. Oh, It's got right a... Link here for the Dead Sled Coffee Robert England Nightmare Blend. I don't know, man. Do you, uh, I, you know what? I have like a love-hate relationship with coffee lately. 
Yeah. I love it. It keeps me, it gets me up and it gets me going, but then it immediately sends me to the bathroom. <laughs> and that's where I spend a good chunk of my day. Must be nice. Yeah, you should try some coffee, Mark. <laughs> I do have coffee. It doesn't work Apparently like that. Apparently the wrong for me. kind but of coffee. Yeah, I got the five Jeez. finger death punch coffee in my cupboard. <laughs> I, dr- I have to drink that on the toilet. While I sit on the toilet, <laughs> right. I'll have a cup. Because it just blasts right through me like a fucking Japanese bullet. Before train. he even drinks it, he's like pouring it. Yeah. <laughs> just right and out. It's disgusting. Right on, Kev. Thanks for uh, for chiming in there. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We'll let's... have to get the link up on our page. Absolutely. Let's go to Bakersfield, California, I mm-hmm. think, with Tony. Hey, what's up, Tony? Tony. (laughs) This motherfucker. (laughs) Subject line. (laughs) How many asses are going to be in this one? Subject line. Darian looks like something that fell off my dick during the war. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Well said, Tony. What did you do now? I'm sure it was terrible, whatever I did. Greetings, padded room. I vote that Deacon gets to pick immersion therapy for a while. His picks have to be better than Buddy's. There were six of us that started watching the movie. 30 minutes into it, the kids left the room, and three of the four adults have moved on to their phones. The one person person watching it is my mother-in-law, who doesn't even speak English. Jeez. Darian might actually move up to the third best host of the show, knocking Buddy down to fourth. Do better, Buddy. Well, then, okay, so I guess he's counting Deacon as a host? Is <laughs> I guess doing? so, All yeah. Right. Well, hey, I'm not rock bottom yet anymore. <laughs> Moving on to Slither, I didn't do it intentionally, but so far there is a connection between the two movies. That would be creatures that force themselves into someone's mouth. That trend will continue into this week with Feast. That is the next movie, right? Question, which was a better room-filling monster? Grant and his weird zombie orgy or Dr. Crowley's big-headed octopus? Dr. Crowley's big-headed octopus? What the hell is he talking about? I I don't know either. Dr. Crowley's big-headed octopus. Oh, oh. he's talking about uh, Jack Brooks' Monster Slayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely uh, not Dr. Crowley's big-headed anything, because that was stupid, Tony. Other than those, I watched both seasons on 50 States of Fright on Quibi. Quibi. They are a series of shorts so like most anthologies. It's some good, some bad, but most are just barely okay. The last two stories of season one are the best of the bunch, but there is a cool-looking creature in The Scared Stiff in season one and really cool death scene in the last story of season two. I think you can get free trials of Queeby, and you could easily binge both seasons. The episodes are all only about six to eight minutes long. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay, that's enough. Until next time, Tony. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for writing in, Tony. Uh, let's get back here to Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy. Hey, what's up, cowboy? Subject line, Fifty Shades of Buddy. Oh, Ooh. no. Oh, no. Do, uh, oh, me, boy. do Monica and I need to leave the room so you can have a moment here? <laughs> Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well and Monica's dogs are doing better. Uh, no, they're not. Man. No, they are not. <laughs> so, with the subject line, you can guess what patrons extras I have listened to. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, no. And, Darian, I can offer one better than lunchtime traffic as Buddy's interesting choice of reading material was playing through the rig speakers while driving around all day. <laughs> My question is, did Buddy read the book before or just pick it randomly? It's a good question. Um... It was like a weird... Uh, I, I uh, 
online fiction. It was like fiction. an online novel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so did you read it or did you just pick it? Uh, I read a little bit of it. I'm like, yeah. I'm okay, great. <laughs> Below are a few links for you just to enjoy. They're all YouTube links and I'm sure they're equally as smutty. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> News. You mentioned the new Dune movie. Sadly, the release has been pushed back as I'm looking forward to it. I've always been a huge fan of the movies, books, and yes, even the sci-fi TV series, which leads me to a funny story. Now, when the sci-fi series aired, I painstakingly <clears throat> recorded it on VHS. Wow. <laughs> Without commercials. At this time, my younger brother lived with me and my now ex-wife, 18 years old, and just before going into the Marines. Fast forward to a few months later, we decided to marathon the series and imagine our surprise when after the Dune intro, it immediately cuts to porn. Uh oh. Oh. Younger brother got a rather good ass kicking. <laughs> Not for recording porn, but for recording over Dune with crappy porn. I have never forgiven him. Ha <laughs> ha. Though, wouldn't have been as mad if he would have recorded good porn. <laughs> I mean, that fixes, yeah. that fixes a lot. Right. Immersion therapy. Really enjoyed Hoobie Halloween. Watched it twice and got a good chuckle both times. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that. It's like opposite, expect- opposite spectrums there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I want a go-go gadget thermos now. That's my right. wife. My wife made the same exact uh, reference there. <laughs> yeah. Terradome. Really looking forward to the upcoming season. And think Tom Hardy's idea of splitting normal people with the supernatural aspect is awesome. <clears throat> Excuse me. The only entry that might cause a lot of discussion is Mike Myers. As some still debate if he is supernatural or not. Tim has a great episode on Behind the Boogeyman on Myers, though. Caught up with Buddy yesterday, and I'm looking forward to rocking a padded room shirt. I'll have to drop you all a pic when I get it, but don't worry. There won't be a quote-unquote watch (laughs) pic for me as I don't wear a quote-unquote watch. Hope everyone has a great week. Catch you on the flip, cowboy. Well, don't wear your pants in the picture then. (laughs) No, please wear your pants in the picture, please. Cowboy, do me a favor. Let's see if I even notice. (laughs) <laughs> I had to show Tim's pic to her like four times. <laughs> yeah. I what, know. I looking. What? Keep looking. That is a big watch. <laughs> I think it's Switch. like 320 where he is. I can yeah. almost see the time. Keep looking. Keep looking. Right. Look, just do south of the watch, baby. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> now I'm blushing. Ow. <laughs> Well, we got some voicemails to get into your buckaroonies. Let's start things off down in the dirty south with the uh, brass knuckles of people that call into the podcast. It's our main man, Alan. What's up, Alan? Padded room, what's up? What's up, this Alan? This is the uh, 357 Magnum of people that call into your podcast. Ooh, my man. I hope everybody's doing good, having a good week, good time. Sorry I ain't been calling in. It's all good, man. As much has been crazy. Of course. Um, yeah. I'm having Big Man Japan one. I just think that's a cool character. <laughs> and he's got his whoop-ass stick. He sure does. And, you know, you're talking about boys, the Boy Scouts. You know, they thought we were all about knots. I mean, that's what we were supposed to be. But my troop, like, we, our arts and crafts, you know, we were making bongs. And oh, nice. Stuff. Wow. And you went to the Al-Qaeda branch. But we were, like, the worst <laughs> scout troop. Like I said, they tried to disband us for... Um, fighting and stuff, but you know we had fun. Anyway, that's all I got. Y'all be well. Have a good one. Bye. You too. Bye. 
Good hearing from you, sir. Yeah. Bye-bye. Glad you're doing well. Let's get down to Southern California with Monica's pod boyfriend, Mr. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy! Hey, yo! Hey, yo! Padded room, how's my favorite degenerates this week? Well, yeah. I hope everyone is doing well, and uh, hopefully, Miss Monica, you've made it back. She did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, wanted to thank Cowboy for uh, picking up the uh, challenge there. Just four more to go, people. Uh, let's uh, come on. Let's get four new uh, Patreon subscribers so we can get some good clips. You know, <laughs> yeah. I uh, was kind of putting that on a list of what I wanted to do for them flicks. And if yes, you remember, sir. I said I wanted to do uh, famous directors. Sure. So. Uh, yeah, these these are the ones, and uh, I was thinking, you know, John Carpenter. Uh, I mean, I really like the movie Vampires. I know some people did, some people didn't, but I'd like to do that as the, uh, you know, if we make our challenge. Sure. If we don't, um, we're going to do Ghosts of Mars, and uh, I actually kind of like that flick, too. I know a lot of people didn't. Uh, oh, a little trivia on that I didn't know about. Uh, I guess that was actually originally planned as the... Uh, Third Snake Bliskin flick. It was going to be uh, Escape from Mars, oh, but I guess oh. when hmm. um, I can see Escape that. from L.A. didn't do so well, it was kind of shelved canned yeah. and then uh, you know rewritten. But I kind of think to myself what that might have been if it was a Snake Bliskin, you know, Escape better. from Mars Probably. flick. I think, yeah. I think it would have been better than what we got, but yeah. I guess it wasn't that bad. Yeah. And then for the next one, uh, you know, Wes Carpenter, uh, Wes Craven. Wes Carpenter. I think I just screen <laughs> moment on myself. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, if we make the uh, if we make the uh, challenge, then uh, let's do uh, Shocker. Uh, I actually like that flick. No, Me too. People don't, but if we don't, guys, we're gonna do we're gonna do my soul to take. And I'm oh. just gonna warn you right now: wow. these, these picks only get worse from here. It's you know? true. Um, for, if we make the uh, challenge, we're gonna do uh, George Romero's. I think uh, kind of unknown and at least lesser known uh, flick, uh, Martin. Oh, oh yeah, that's really good, uh, really good movie. Yeah, but if we don't, we're really going to get ourselves good on this one here. We're going to do a survival of the dead. You know oh, what? I'll take that over Diary of the Dead. I was also thinking about uh, Dario Argento's um, flick, uh, Opera or mm-hmm. Terror at the Opera. I yeah, guess it's sometimes called. If we make uh, the challenge, you know, we're going to do uh, Opera. If we don't. Guys, this one's bad. We're going to do the card player, and if you haven't seen it, trust me, you don't uh, want to. God, oh, one other terrible. thing, uh, Cowboy, you mentioned that you were kind of going back and listening to the uh, old episodes and how Darian uh, disappointed you. Just just know you're in for a lot of that. You know, <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. As far as the um, uh, the educating, uh, you got me on this one. I don't even have a guess. Okay. Uh I'm sure I'm going to be uh, kicking myself in the nuts when I, oh, yeah, I should have known that. Yeah, but, probably. Yeah, I don't got nothing on that. Uh-huh. And. Okay, he got GP'd. It happens. G motherfucking G motherfucking peed. Hell yeah. He called back. G motherfucking peed. <laughs> Hell yeah. It was actually a good time to uh, get cut off there. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, uh, I hope I don't go too deep on a tangent no. here. No. But on the what are you looking at department, I kind of uh, uh, got stuck going down this rabbit hole, the whole Phantasm rabbit hole. Sure. And uh, Mm. just a couple of things. I like Phantasm. I I actually like the uh, the series. Um, I I still think the second one's the best. I would agree. Uh, Mm. But I actually liked the fifth one, too. Uh, Apparently, (laughs) there's 
I guess some people say there's some CGI in there. You, I have you, you think so? <laughs> you can tell that it's CGI, but anyway, going down this whole rabbit hole here, um, I kind of uh, you know started reading more about it, kind of reading about the the original flick in particular, and uh, I guess um, you know a little history on that. I guess uh, Don Coscarelli had uh, had this scheme to make it where he would rent the equipment, but he would rent it on a Friday. So that he would only have to pay for Friday and then return it Monday when they were open again. So he would only have to pay one day and get the, you know, the whole day. weekend. Mm-hmm. So I guess mm-hmm. the flick took like over a year to make because of the. And then he spent like another you know seven, eight, nine months uh, editing. The of course, day. yeah. And one of the things uh, I thought was real interesting about it, I guess, when he initially showed the flick, um, kind of like I guess a screening or a test screening or whatever, a lot of people were complaining about uh, how long it was. So, you know, he ended up cutting it down. I think that movie comes out to, like, 90 minutes or just under 90 minutes, something like that. But the original was, uh, I guess, closer to two hours. And that's kind of why, as you watch the flick, it's got that kind of cut up, like, hey, how the hell did we get from here to there? It yep. kind of jumped mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. And, and all this stuff. And I was wondering, man, I would really like to see. I know he's kind of released a lot of the uh, the scenes and whatnot, mm-hmm. Um you know, like in Phantasm Four, how they have kind of those flashback scenes. I was wondering, man, if he would ever put together like his original cut of the flick. I know it would probably, cool. you know, be contrary to the entire storyline of Phantasm at this point because you know so much has happened and gone on and whatnot. But I'd just be curious to see that. Um, the other thing I was thinking about is Phantasm. Now, guys, I I know I'm going to take some take some shit for this. All right. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like Phantasm, the original Phantasm. I like mm-hmm. it. Okay. But in watching it again, it's a bad flick. <laughs> it really is a bad flick. You know, it's there. There is movies about ninety minutes, and I swear to you, like forty-five minutes is somebody telling Mike, "Hey, stay right here. Don't go nowhere." Yeah. Then they turn their back, and like two seconds later, the guys, the guys oh, left. Course. He's yeah. following him. He's he's left. He's gone out. It's true. The GP'd again. Wow. With a double GP. GP motherfucking No, you know what's a huh. bad movie to rewatch now that we're grown ups? What's that? Is the very first Nightmare on Elm Street. It's true. Yeah. It's <laughs> true. I, I can't. I, it almost pains me to agree with you, but I can't logically say that that. I mean, it has its merits, but by and large, as a film, as a whole, there's some scenes in there that you're like. I know. What the fuck are you doing? Are you serious? At least in Phantasm, you had the creepy music you that did have made that. that. Yeah. There was yeah. creepy music in Nightmare on Elm Street too. Mm-hmm. There was do do do, and that uh, the yeah that uh, little nursery rhyme thing that was pretty creepy too. <laughs> I, I mean, that's a good. That would be yeah. Like, as when we were young and we watched it. Now it's not. Yes. Now we're laughing. Now we're like, oh my god. Like when Nancy, but you know it though. Why was I scared? It's true because you couldn't tell when she was sleeping and when she was awake. Is the main thing. Poltergeist the same way. Oh, that don't even get oh, me fucking started god. on that piece of shit. Here we go. Double JP. I don't know if that's a hell yeah or fuck yeah or what. <laughs> anyway. So if you watch it, like I said, it's it's like a majority of the flick is uh, is that, and then uh, you know, hey, don't go nowhere, and then of course, a second later, you know, Mike's sneaking out or something, and yep. again, I like the flick, all right, but it's actually not that 
it's not a good flick, man, but it's still fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain that or how to justify that, but if you watch it, and you watch it again, and then I know the argument, no, no, you see, it's the dream logic and all that bullshit, and I tell yeah. you, all right, I'll go for that, you know, I'll go for that, but I, sometimes I, I'm watching a flick like that, and, uh, you know, it's a popular flick, or, you know, critics like it or whatever, and mm-hmm. then they'll throw some shit out there like that, oh, it's the dream logic, and oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, there you go. And I was starting to think, you know, do these, I know some artists do, but do some of the uh, directors or writers out there, you know, they're like, oh, this is the, uh, you know, some critic, this is the eternal struggle of good versus evil with a, mm-hmm. you know, faceless killer chasing a virgin all, and this speaks to uh, the oppression of, and I'm, Ugh. and fucking John Carpenter's like, just, uh, yeah, yeah, that's totally, that's what I fucking meant, you know, or, <laughs> hey, this, this speaks to the, um, the little people rising up, the indigenous people of uh, the Philippines rising up, and totally, you know, the writer, director, or whatever, had none of this in his his mind. But he, you know, yeah, 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 man, that's that's what I was going for, totally. And you know, it's some like some Tromaville flip, <laughs> you know, and he's laughing his ass all the way to the bank. I don't know. I just sometimes I, I wonder what what was actually intended, and then what was kind of graft onto it by a critic or what have you and then we just kind of buy into it oh yeah yeah dream logic there yeah, you go totally sure anyway Metaphor. love you like family sorry for droning on it's all bye. good brother thank you for calling in tom hardy bye-bye he makes some good points there man mm-hmm. nothing nothing pings me worse than watching one of my old favorites and realizing that it is in fact dog shit it happens Happens all the time. Nightmare on Elm Street. Love that movie growing up. Mm-hmm. Watch it under the uh, the careful eye of a podcaster, and you're like, oh, my fuck. Mm. Really? She's building booby traps? She's 16 fucking years old. She would have blown her own hand off in the garage <laughs> and got taken to the hospital. But more importantly is the part where, and this part, I, <laughs> like, it doesn't infuriate me. It's just one of those what the fuck moments. The part where she comes around the corner in the basement and actually gooses Freddy. And Freddy jumps. Yeah. What oh. the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you <Yeah>. stupid. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yes. Oh god, it's terrible. It's it's um, you know, that's that's the kind of movies we made in 1984. And in 1984, that's that's the way it was. How it went down. Yeah. Man. And you watch them today, and you're like, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. fine. Happens to the best of us. Phantasm. I like it. I'm with Tom Hardy. I think part two is the best. Um, there are some what the fuck moments in there. And if you follow the dream lot, if you try to go like create like. A, I don't. You can't really. Because that franchise is all over the fucking place. He's dead. He's alive. He went to the other dimension. Yeah. He's dead. Now he's back. Now he's dead. Now he's t- turning one of the balls. Now he comes out of the ball and now he's back again. And the. Uh, 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 uh. The, the tall man. Suddenly he's a good guy because we went back before he was the tall man. and he was just I a, just believe everybody's in different dimensions and they can't reconnect. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's that's better than anything I can That's the with. best way to look at it. Yeah. Don't look into it. I don't know, man. I mean, I try not to read mm-hmm. too heavily. Fucking child's play. Look at that franchise. Oh, I can't even We're look talking. At it. He's getting ridiculous. married and having kids now. He's a doll. <sighs> 
He's got to beat off into a cup because he can't uh, go to the fertility yeah. clinic. But when you still watch the very first Evil Dead, it's still good. That is, that's a good one. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that movie. Oh, right. And if you yeah. pick it apart, you're a jerk. You're a jerk. You're a What's jerk your problem? Face. You're a fucking jerk face. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready to get into a goddamn movie here? Hell yeah. Well, let's yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. Slither time. Throughout the years, these classic horror films had one thing in common. From Universal Pictures comes a film so shocking. Uh, we've got a real problem here. So disgusting. Don't let him in your mouth! It will change the face. <laughs> They're doing things to people, turning them into some kind of monsters. How's everybody's evening? Good? That's right, it's Slither from 2006. This one is written and directed by James Gunn, came in at 6.5 stars, has an R rating starring Nathan Fillion, Elizabeth Banks, and Michael Rooker. That's right, the Michael Rooker. Yeah. Of Mm -hmm. Walking Dead fame, of um, Cliffhanger, Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer, Mm other horror movies that escape me at the moment, I'm sure. He's been in a lot. He's been in, a sh- he's got, he's, he's mm-hmm. been in some really bad ones, too. There was one with uh, him where there was a uh, he was ice fishing and there was a monster under the ice. Oh, yeah, I saw oh, yeah. that one. He was with his family. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, and there was some yeah. assholes that drove up in like an ice fishing heavy machinery thing. Anyway, enough about that. Back to Slither. Thank you very much. <laughs> My friends, let me tell you something about... Being a film director and wanting to give a nod to horror fans. There's a right way and there's a wrong way. Mm-hmm. What we're about to get into here, this is the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's in there. And if you're paying attention, you'll catch it. And if you're a horror fan, you'll be like, ha ha, you motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Now, the wrong way is uh, Adam Green in uh, the Hatchet movies. Because at that, when you're watching those, you're just like, all right, do you want to make a fucking horror movie? Or do you want to wink and nod at me all night? <laughs> You know what I mean? This is done correctly. So we start off in the town of Wheelsley, which is a small town somewhere. I like to think it's in Ohio, but I could be wrong. Um, Deer hunting season is fast approaching. And we actually start off with a tour, like a real quick Lost Boys-esque tour of downtown Wheelsley. Now, this is where our nods to horror fans come into play. Did you guys catch the names on the stores as he drove through Wheelsley? No. No. R.J. McCready's funeral home. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) Max Wren's video rental store. Huh. Max Wren being uh, James Woods' character from Videodrome. 
Oh, jeez. And let's not forget Earl Bassett uh, High School. Earl Bassett being Fred Ward from Tremors. Wow. wow, now See? I'm going to have to read See what I'm this saying? Bart. This is how you do it correctly. Okay. And not not to mention the uh, the the drinking hole, Henenlotter's, obvious nod to Frank Henenlotter, director of Brain Damage, Basket Case, I think, was did he do Street Trap? No, uh, Frankenhooker. Oh, God. Come on now, keep up with me here, people. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, we're gonna uh, we're gonna catch up with a couple of uh, the local rubes here. We have the the high school teacher, young lady by the name of Starla, played by Elizabeth Banks. She's the town hottie, and uh, she's quite the milf. We're gonna catch up with her in midst of a class where all the boys are drawing pictures of her boobs <laughs> with protruding boners. It is like a boner farm in that classroom. Oh man, isn't it? I if I was in that, if sixteen year old Darian was in that classroom. Mm-hmm. I would be the quiet kid uh, that stayed after class in the back of the classroom that never talked to anybody and couldn't stand up, if you understand what I'm telling you. (laughs) Yeah. I get that loud and clear. Yep. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, I get that all the time. Hey-oh. That too. (laughs) Uh, She's given a long-winded speech about how cockroaches are a superior species to humans because they've lasted a lot longer than us and so on and so forth. Uh, after school, we're going to meet her husband, a young man, well, not a young man, an uh, older man, actually, by the name of Grant. Funny, because his last name is also Grant, and he's played mm. by Michael Rooker. His name is Grant. 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 And he owns the town construction company, which I believe makes him like the, the, the rich guy of the town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. He seems like a nice dude. Yeah. Unless, of course, you're Starla. Well, I mean, even if you are Starla, he didn't seem like a bad husband, right? He's just a little horned up. But I would be, too, if I was be if I was married to Elizabeth Banks, right? You know? Well, yeah, and if you're married to the old rich guy of the town, you got to... You got to give it up. Exactly. You got to give it up at least every now and then. Yeah. You know? So, uh, it's uh, nighttime has fallen. We're going to meet our, our local cops. Uh, we have Bill Party, played by Nate Filion. We'll recognize him as uh, the dude from... Um, the spaceship movie. What the fuck is that? Um, what is the space? Oh, I uh, just was looking at him right here. It's uh, he's Cade Six in uh, 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 Firefly. Firefly. Firefly, and yeah. he's Cade Six in Destiny. Mm-hmm. If anybody plays Destiny out there, um, you'll definitely recognize his voice. His voice. That's definitely oh, Cade man. Six. Cade, Cade Six was the man. He died in Destiny too, unfortunately. Uh, regardless. He's the cop. He's now the police chief, and he's got a deputy who works for him, all that fun stuff. Um, they, they're they out there, and they're doing like their super troopers move where one of them is running his fucking mouth, and the other one's trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. It's all good. We're all, it's a small town. Who gives yeah. a shit? Uh, now, cut back to Starla and Grant's house. Grant is horned up. And you can Michael Rooker in two thousand six was in pretty good shape. Yeah, he man. was. He had like a he didn't have a six pack, but he was in you know he had some guns on him, mm-hmm. and uh, he'd been doing some manscaping. Starla comes. <laughs> Starla would come to bed, and you can tell Starla's not in the mood. You know how you know that hair curlers. Mm-hmm. That's like a cock block, right? That's a that's an early warning cock block right there. Yeah, if she that shows doesn't up. Doesn't work on me though. No, you no. you bang. Curlers? Oh yeah. Oh, you get turned on by the it's curlers. Business time. I say no, can do. <laughs> if she if she shows up with curlers, she's not wanting to have sex with you. Yeah, or they come in and say, 
Oh, I took my laxatives tonight, so I'll that be... There's also a turn on. <laughs> <laughs> That's my uh, move. I guess I won't be going in that hole. <laughs> I guess I'll be sleeping in the other room. <laughs> this looks like couch surfing for the demon. It's all good. I'll see you in the morning, sweet pea. I'll be the one in the other bathroom. Well, there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> so she's got her hair curlers in. Grant's all horrible up so he's trying to get on her and she's like no no not tonight not tonight and he's like come on come on come on and he's being a little aggressive with her and eventually she's like get i'm not in the mood get the fuck out of here go squeeze one out and he's like you know what maybe i will and he gets his pants on and his shirt and his glasses and he he's got like these jeffrey Dahmer glasses yeah weird and he's like i'm going out so he goes out goes to the local karaoke bar uh hen and lauders where he uh kind of hangs for a little bit and gets accosted by a young lady by the name of Brenda Montgomery, who apparently has had a crush on Grant since uh, high school. Oh, boy. So they get all hammered. They get a couple of pitchers of beer in them, and they decide apparently to just walk off into the woods because Brenda wants to show Grant the tree where she carved their initials. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's out in the woods somewhere. Now, cut back to the police. The uh, Bill Party and his his they, they've got like a fucking meteor coming through the yeah. sky, and they've got they've got it clocked on the radar gun. It's coming fast and it hits the ground. So oh shit, we have a thing out there. Mm-hmm. They these two horned up clowns walk right up to it, and what we see in the well first she tries to suck his dick and he's like no 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 I'm a married man I can't be out mm-hmm. here getting my dick sucked, and she's like oh god damn it. But then they find this meteorite thing that has just crashed and split open yeah inside the meteorite is only what i can describe as a um slightly enlarged fleshlight that opens up and shoots quills out of it and if this is the model of fleshlight that you uh paid for i suggest you get your money Money back back. because i don't think you can actually have sex with it no but as buddy said where there's a will there's a way (laughs) (laughs) So they go to investigate. They do their due diligence and poke it with a stick, as they should. Mm-hmm. At which point, Grant gets uh, shot right square in the chest with one of these fucking quill things. And we cut to uh, x-ray vision, where we see this thing burrow up into his uh, sternum, up his spinal cord, and into his brain. It's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Grant gets up. He's like, oh, shit. I'm going home. Everybody's like, Brent, uh, Brenda's like, hey, you okay? Oh, God, dear God, Grant, you okay? And he just goes walking off back to his car. Drives home, uh, gets to his house, and just kind of does like a refrigerator raid, but grabs all the meat in the house. And we don't really get to see what he does with the meat, which is kind of strange. From there, we cut to the next morning. He wakes up. He's in bed. Uh, So does um, uh, Starla. Mm -hmm. Starla gets up. She's feeling really bad about, you know cock blocking him the night before so she's thinking she should we're gonna get it on this morning we're gonna have a little makeup sex is the plan so grant or whatever he is at this point is walking around his house he starts hearing the romantic music playing Mm -hmm. so he goes downstairs and finds her in a bathrobe and she's like oh baby i didn't want to make you feel rejected or unattractive or and she's like lowering her bathrobe and grant or whatever he is is like looking and seeing all the wedding pictures and i don't know man i guess he's like or it or whatever is like falling in love with starla 
based on the pictures, right? Yeah. I guess like, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm supposed to love you. Well, uh, yeah, but I mean, by the time he actually gets to Starla, he's got the tears rolling down his cheeks, yeah. and she's like, "Oh, baby, you're crying. Come fuck me." Oh. <laughs> And then they, I presume, they have sex. We cut away from that at that point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they have sex very well. Uh, Grant, or whatever he is, really likes having sex. Especially yeah. with Starla. Mm-hmm. So that's all well and good. So now we're going to cut to later that day. Uh, Starla is off teaching class at the high school. Brent, uh, Grant makes some modifications to the house. Mm-hmm. And by that I mean he like boards up the, uh, the cellar. Grabs a bunch of weird leaves and dirt from the front lawn, I guess, and throws them down there. Along, and then he goes to the supermarket and buys like all the meat that they have and throws it down there too. And then just starts rolling around in it. What's I don't I don't know what we're doing there, Grant. Grant, it's weird, and I imagine it's going to start to stink. Yes, I mean, attract flies and maggots and shit. Mm-hmm. Nasty, and not to mention like COVID l- local raccoons. <laughs> oh fuck, COVID, man! You're if you get co- if you're living in Wheelsley and you get COVID, you did something right. <laughs> yeah. Consider the alternative, man. You could end up in that weird flesh pot situation. You don't want that. Uh, so that's kind of weird. Uh, from there, we're going to cut back to uh, the the police chief, Bill Party. He's got to kind of get everything together for this big deer hunting season countdown that's mm-hmm. going on. It's a big deal in yeah. Wheelsley. Uh, everybody goes to Hen and Lauders. They do a big countdown. The mayor comes out and does the official countdown. And, uh, yeah, nothing you can do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I got to get a taser is what I got to get. I have to do <laughs> He does the official countdown, and that's a big deal, and it's a huge party, and everybody, the whole town shows up. Big celebration. We're just going to power through this, is what we're going to do, because nobody will shut the fuck up outside of this room! (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) You can see how much respect I command in this house. Well, they did stop for a second. They did. (laughs) Okay, he's good. (laughs) All right. right, right. God damn it. See what it's, you see what I'm dealing with here, people? <laughs> All right, anyway. So, um, big countdown, big party. Now, this is where we're going to find out that uh, Bill Party had a bit of a thing for Starla. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. He's the town hunk. He's the police chief. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. the town hottie. She's the MILF uh, high school teacher. Mm-hmm. They apparently had a thing or two uh, in high school and have grown up together. Mm-hmm. But at some point, Grant Grant and his big dick and his money came in and swooped her right out of there. Motherfuck. Happens, yeah. happens to the best of us. And I think Bill's a bit to blame himself because I don't feel like he ever actually stepped up and confessed his feelings for Starla. Right. He, ju- he just was confident there in the friend zone, and that's where he got locked into. Oh, the friend zone. The friend zone. So we have our big, uh, our big countdown. Starla's there. She was supposed to go with Grant, but Grant... Gets this weird fucking outbreak on his chest, right where the uh, the dart mm-hmm. hit him, and now it's like pulsating and gross, and it's kind of working its way up his neck. Mm-hmm. So right before the party, he's like, "I gotta go to work. I'm gonna go to work. Gotta go to work. Goodbye. Meet you down there." And he takes off. He actually goes to Brenda's house, Brenda um, Montgomery, and she is a bit of a skank skankopotamus. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got a couple of kids. Her husband, who knows where he is, a review, and he's. There's allusions to him being half Mexican, <laughs> which is, yeah. I don't think that was necessary, but they put it in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, 
Grant's like, hey, I'm going to come on in there and bang you if that's all right with you. And she's like, oh, Grant, get yourself in here and come come get down on this box, you big hunk of Grant, Grant, you. <laughs> so he goes in there, and uh, they have all every intention of having sex. She's, like, taking her shirt off, and he's unbuttoning his. And then tentacles pop out of his chest and shoot right into her gut mm-hmm. and start pumping her full of something or other. Uh, neither one of them particularly look like they're enjoying this transaction. No. But uh, at the end, uh, she gets up and she's like, Ugh. and he's like, okay. And now, like, the, the gross pulsating shit has oh, gone man. all the way up his head. Yeah. And he's slowly turning himself into a flesh monster. Mm-hmm. It's very disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Okay. After that, we're going to cut to, uh, well, we get more romantic talk between Bill Party and uh, Starluck. And after that, uh, we cut to the next morning when Brenda has been uh, reported missing. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting uh, problem. The last person she was seen with was Grant Grant, who was going to her house, which mm-hmm. gives Bill the opportunity to go see Starla and ask her some questions. Mm-hmm. Hey, where's Grant? I don't know. Um, well, Brenda's missing, and the last person she was seen with was uh, Grant. How's that possible? Because he went to her house last night while we were at the party. Uh-oh, Starla's thinking Grant Grant is cheating on her with the yeah. neighborhood skank. Uh, Bill is like, this is my chance to bang Starla finally. <laughs> and Grant is nowhere to be seen either at the moment. Mm-hmm. All right, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Bill and his uh, officers leave, and almost immediately thereafter, Grant shows up there at the uh, Grant Grant residence. Uh, it's pretty gnarly. Starla like breaks the lock and goes down to the basement down there. To find what I would liken to the lovely Molly basement. Yeah. Uh, a lot of weird meat and hanging plastic mm-hmm. and dead things with bites taken out of them and dirt everywhere. Mm-hmm. Just a dirty fucking place. She's like, what the fuck is this? Is he doing down here? She goes back upstairs and she gets accosted by Grant Grant himself, who now officially looks more like the guy from From Beyond. That's what I yeah. wanted to I, say. That's exactly yes. right. We're going to Lovecraft country mm-hmm. here, kids. Yep. In a, in a very horny way, though. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of fun. And he's like, oh, baby, I really miss you so much, and you got to give me some love. And then she's like, oh, Grant, we got to get you to a hospital. And by the way, what the hell were you doing at that skank's house last night? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to love you, damn, I'm going to get you. She grabs the phone and dials 911, and she's like, uh, my husband is not feeling well, and we need to. And then he knocks the phone out of her hand, and she goes hauling ass around the house. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he catches her. Luckily, Bill Party and his deputies weren't that far away, so they come back. Grant grabs her, puts her in a chokehold, but then his arm goes full tentaculitis on her. Mm-hmm. And does like a wraparound situation. Oh. And break, like dislocates and does like a... Scoopy doo, like a sp- he has he has what I like to call a case of spaghetti arms, mm-hmm. which yes. is a real thing. That's a diagnosable situation. It's a syndrome, spaghetti arms, yes. spaghetti arm syndrome. <laughs> it's gross, man. And uh, they show up and they're like, "Well, what the fuck are you doing sp- there, spaghetti arms?" And he's mm-hmm. like, "Get out of here!" So they uh, chase him off, luckily, and they save Starla. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Uh, Grant Grant has turned himself into a squid. Now we're going to cut to a couple days later. Mm-hmm. We have a bunch of weird livestock mutilations and pet disappearances and all kinds of weird shit. Mm-hmm. And everybody who witnesses any of this says a guy shows up that kind of looks like a squid and, you know, goes running off. 
So they're at the, the police station, and they've got little squid stickers on their map, which I thought was cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The mayor rolls up, and he's like, now nah, you goddamn listen to me. We are not. They're like, dude, we got to cancel hunting season because there's Grant Grant is out there and he's fucking stealing and killing shit and he looks like a squid. Mm-hmm. He's like, clearly this is a case of Lyme disease. <laughs> and the sheriff is like, Lyme disease that'll make you look like a squid. <laughs> <laughs> I know, calls like, him out on it. No, it's in deer shit, man. You get it and then you cough or you rub it in your face or something and then boom, Lyme disease. Boom. They're like, okay, <laughs> fuck. As they're having this conversation, they get a call from one of the out farmers on the outskirts of town. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a fucking dog, a couple of dogs that got killed. So they go out there, and the sheriff's like, hey, everybody, make sure you got your guns on you. There might be deer shit. Mm-hmm. So they go out there. The dog is in pieces, obviously. Heads over there, legs, things bisected and crossways and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Uh, they're like, oh shit, okay, this is gross. So they go back to the uh, the sheriff's office and they round themselves up a posse. Mm-hmm. By that I mean two guys with shotguns. Uh, they're like, okay, look. Now he's the, he strikes after dark, and again they go to the map with the little squid stickers on it. And they're like, he hit this one yesterday. He hit that one the day before, which means he's probably going to hit this one tonight. Mm-hmm. So we're going to set up a little ambush on this guy's farm. I already talked to him. He's cool with it. We're going to go out there. And uh, when the fucking squid guy shows up, we're going to try to bring him in alive. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the plan. So great plan. Everything's cool. We still haven't found missing Brenda, by the way. So we suspect that he has something to do with that. We need to bring him in alive so we can question him about missing Brenda Skank. Mm-hmm. So the plan is we're going to also bring uh, Starla with us because she's Grant's wife. And she could possibly talk him into surrendering peacefully, hopefully, <laughs> is the plan. So they go out there. It's late at night. They talk to the farm. We get to meet the uh, Studemeyers who live there on the farm. Uh, husband, wife, uh, two small kids, and one teenage daughter. Um, they get, we got their permission to lay our little ambush out. Everything's absolutely copacetic. Mm-hmm. Go out there and we uh, kind of start fucking off. Big boob. You got a big boob? Mm-hmm. Can I see? I'd like to see the big boob. Big boob. Oh, yuck. That's not a boob. That's a, that's a big fat uh, Brenda Skank yeah. is what it is. Mm-hmm. So they go out there. They're waiting in the ambush. Everything's cool for a second. Uh, one of the Studemeyer's cows kind of walks off. And then we see uh, Squid Octopus Grant roll up on the scene, like slither his way in. And he's like, ah, I got you. He takes the cow and he starts dragging it back into the tree line. And that's when we all chase him off into the woods. And we get a little predator moment here where everybody's chasing him and it's dark and nobody can see where he went. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we corner him. We surround him. And here comes Starla to try to talk some sense to, into him. She's like, oh, baby, I love you so much. I'm in a marriage, and a marriage is an institution, and we're going to get you some help, and we're going to get this all sorted out. And then uh, here comes Rube number one, who's like, guess what, motherfucker? This is the Joe Exotic of the crew. He's like, guess what, motherfucker? We need to know where Brenda is now. So you tell me, or I'm going to blow your fucking ugly tentacle face off. And... Um, Lovecrafty Grant Grant just takes a tentacle and whips him in half, which mm-hmm. I thought was pretty sweet. Actually. <laughs> oh yeah, boom! And then he goes slithering off into the woods. So they all go chasing him. Uh, eventually, they chase him down to this old barn, which is somewhere on the Studemeyer property. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They kick the door in, and that's where they find Big Fat. Now, Big Fat 
Brenda Skank. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is the size of a Volkswagen bus. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, I don't feel too good. I'm just so goddamn hungry. Could you hand me a piece of that possum over there on the floor? Oh. I can't even move my jaw. It's too fat. And she's basically just a giant flesh ball. Really, yeah. it's disgusting. And everybody's like, oh, Jesus. Fucking... Even the mayor's there. He's like, girl, we're going to get you to the hospital because this is bad. Uh, they try to get um, uh, EMS, emergency services there. They can't get anybody on the radio. And she just like, she's getting gas. And she's like starting to split up the seams. And to make a long story short, she basically explodes into 500,000 of these little leech tongue things. Which immediately kills everybody in the posse. Uh, except for James Gunn's wife, um, Bill Party, mm-hmm. his one de- no got the one deputy, uh, got both the rubes, um, and uh, of course Starla. And Bill and Starla have to do like a dry hump thing to keep the tongues from getting in their mouth for a second. But once the wave of tongues <laughs> goes over them, then they're good. So they're like, oh shit! Didn't it remind you of Night of the Creeps? Totally Night of the Creeps. Yeah, yeah. Totally yeah. Night of the Creeps. Mm-hmm. Just uh, a lot more fun than Night of yes. the Creeps. Night of the Creeps was yes. fun, but this was a lot of fun. Uh, now we cut to the Studemeyer uh, farm, a uh, quarter mile away. These things are like in a massive wave coming across the front lawn. I know. The hot teenage daughter is taking a bath. Uh, she's. This is where we get like the poster art where the chick is taking a bath and the things are creeping up the side mm-hmm. of the bathtub. Of course, one of those things gets in the bathtub. We get that nightmare on the Elm Street sequence where it's going between her legs. And then uh, she's like, ah! And then she, it jumps in her mouth and we get a very suggestive, might I say erotic, mm. might I say somewhat spankable scene of the young lady <laughs> trying to <laughs> and then she does like a come down here <laughs> she basically deep deep throats this thing for a second or two and um, the pro- while she's deep throating this fucking thing <laughs> she's getting like uh, osmosis like flashbacks of all the places this thing has been like different planets and it's mm-hmm. killing fucking things and it's like it's basically like a like a scourge it goes from planet to planet it wipes it out wipes everything out mm-hmm. devours everything and then moves on to the next next one it's a real what i like to call a space jerk yeah a real, real shit kicker space fuck face if you will mm-hmm. uh so she now has like all the knowledge that this thing had but luckily uh she uses a little too much teeth on it and eventually gets to Get out of there! I hate it when they use and it too. I tell you, it. There's like a ratio you got to follow. <laughs> right? I thought guys like that. I like a little, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> she went. Uh, she went full bore on it. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, she luckily manages to escape. Unfortunately, her whole family gets uh, gagged to death by these fucking space. <laughs> they get deep. They get. They get the space cunk. Space. <laughs> space cunt. We know what you're doing tonight. Wow. Or what the missus is. Uh, nope. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's basically what happens. They all get uh, the space junk in the face there. Uh, they're all dead. She manages to escape, jump out the window, and hide in the truck and lock herself in there. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens to these fucking people, as we're going to discover, once they get, the, uh, they get throated by the uh, space tongues, they... 
don't necessarily turn into zombies per se, but they do become part of a hive mind. Right. And now they yeah. they're they're like all Grant Grant basically, and they're mm-hmm. all in love with Starla, and they're all trying to chase Starla down. Mm-hmm. Uh, cut back to the barn where the big explosion happened. Uh, Bill Party, the mayor, Starla, and that's it. They're like, okay, we got to get the fuck out of here. We can't get anybody on the radio. Uh, as, so they jump back in the car and haul ass back to the Studemeyers. Uh, eventually, they get the dispatcher on the radio just in time to hear her get space-throated also. Mm. So she's out of the equation, and they have no backup now, which really sucks. Uh, cut back to the Studemeyer residence just as Party and his crew are showing up. They manage to save the 16-year-old girl who looks suspiciously like... Um, um, what's her name there? The fucking porn star. Sasha Gray. In my humble opinion. And we did get a little nipple slip there when she was first getting out of the bathtub. Hmm. Worth noting if you're paying attention. you got to really be on your game to catch that one, though. <clears throat> Save her from the truck and the zombie family. Get her the fuck out of there. That's great. Um, now, like, pretty much, I would say at this point, like, 65% of the town is part of this hmm. hive mind. And they're all fucking with Bill. And trying to get Starla back. Mm, so, this one? Yeah. Mm. Sasha Grace. She looks a little bit like that. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, eventually, uh, somebody, part one of these zombies, runs Bill off the road and smashes him into a, like, a street sign or something. Knocks everybody unconscious. All the town hive mind zombies grab Starla and do like a mosh pit crowd surf thing with mm-hmm. her all the way back to Grant Grant's house. Uh, they take the mayor off to somewhere else. Uh, Bill and <coughs> excuse me, Bill and the Sasha Gray look alike. Wake up and they're like, "Oh shit, we're still in the car." Okay, we got a chance here. So Bill has a little dialogue with Sasha Gray. Sasha's like, "Okay, I sort of may have deep throated one of these things, and now I have all of its memories." <laughs> Basically, what you got to do is you got to kill what I would call the Hive Queen. You got to find the the head of the snake and, and kill that. And then everybody, everything will be cool after that. Mm-hmm. So that's what we got to do. And he's like, okay, well, clearly Grant Grant is the, the hive queen. We got to kill him. I just so happen to have a live grenade back at the lockup. Let me go grab that real quick. And then we will uh, blow his ass up and call it a night. She's like, okay, sounds like a great idea. Mm-hmm. So they do a little uh, Assassin's Creed action their way back to the police precinct where uh, Bill runs in there to get the grenade and gets attacked by a zombie deer, which mm-hmm. is kind of silly and kind of wonky looking, <laughs> that part. Yeah. Uh, Sasha Gray has to run in there and save his ass by hitting the zombie deer with a fire extinguisher, which is great. They get the grenade and they're like, okay, let's go to Grant Grant's house. Cut to Grant Grant's house where we have a very strange situation going on with the hive zombies and... Um, uh, Starla, they have laid her down in bed, and now they've all got like hairbrushes, and they're like petting her and like preening her, and I don't know. It was very strange. It was almost like a gangbang of dudes that didn't know how to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> that would be okay with me. Yeah, just oh weird. yeah, we're gonna come pet you. Yes, fondle me, pet me, <laughs> brush my hair, but don't have sex with me. Perfect. So strange. So strange. <laughs> You may beat off in the other room when you're done. <laughs> That's right. Wait a minute. Why am I doing all the work? I got to go beat off in the other room. <laughs> Fucked up, man. Uh, anyway, that's what they do. And then uh, Starla wakes up. 
She's now been cleaned and groomed, and she's like in this nightgown, and she's like, what the fuck is going on? She hears that song playing downstairs, and we're going to see a little scene of a nasty tentacle thing hitting play on the stereo and getting the song going. (laughs) Just as Bill Party and Sasha Gray are infiltrating the Grant Grant residence, uh, they they hang out in the bushes, and what we see here, um, you guys ever seen a movie called Society? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's the same thing, pretty much. Yeah. Like a weird, the like melting people. people yeah. Just kind of clumped together mm-hmm. in these yep. disgusting clumps of people with arms like and butt cracks, orgyish, mm-hmm. but somewhat sexual, but in a very gross, slimy mm-hmm. kind of a way. That's more or less what's happening here. We have Grant Grant in his downstairs living room, and he is now like the hive pimple. I guess <laughs> I don't know what else you'd call him. He's like the blackhead of the uh, mm. of the of the uh, mesh flesh pot. Uh, other people, like a weird fat guy, just rolls up and he's like, <laughs> takes his bathrobe off and he's like, "Here I come!" <laughs> and he just jumps right in and gets absorbed into this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Starla walks downstairs and now like the whole town is talking to her mm-hmm. like starla baby we love you yeah starla we love you so much we missed you we gotta be a part you gotta join me in my galactic takeover of fucking and she's like oh baby i miss you too this is just a lot to take in right now as bill party and mm-hmm. sasha gray are infiltrating uh bill party rolls up and he's like pulls the gun he's like dude grant gotta kill your ass because this is fucked up and Starlo's like, oh, God. And then Grant, like, throws a tentacle at him. Boom! And then knocks him out of the way. But then Starla comes back, and she's she's taken a mirror and knocked the handle off of it. <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to stab you. She's like, oh, I love you so much. I'm going to stab you with this mirror, though. So she, like, makes out with him with his weird side mouth and all yeah. the drool in the glistening. Yeah. What is that? Sweat or smegma or something? I don't smegma. know. He's just pouring <laughs> stuff out of something. Gross. She stabs him in the neck, and he's like, oh, you fucking bitch, you I, you wanted to fuck Bill Party, and blah, 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 you mm-hmm. know, a bunch of weird, you know, jealous relationship <laughs> crap. And then he's like, is that all you got? And Bill jumps up, and he's like, I got a grenade, motherfucker. And then tentacle smack, he pulls the pin, everybody goes chasing after the grenade, like, dude, that's a standard grenade. It's got a five-second fuse. We spent at least 30 seconds chasing the grenade in the movie. It's, I'm not going to nitpick it. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, come on. I know, I know. I'm just saying. Um, it, uh, it doesn't go. He finds it, and then he smacks him again, and the fucking grenade goes into the swimming pool, and you just see Bill look up in time to see the little splash that comes out of the pool. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, fuck. But in knocking Bill out into the pool area, they smash the uh, um, propane on the barbecue, and it starts spraying. So, in a, what I think it was like a weird way to uh, emasculate Bill, um, Grant sends the two tentacles after him mm-hmm. to impregnate Bill. Mm-hmm. One of them gets in Bill. The other one, Bill catches. Uh, he grabs it and he shoves it like into the propane regulator on the mm-hmm. propane tank. So, it's now shooting propane into Grant Grant. Uh, Starla finds uh, the service revolver that Bill dropped when he got smacked down the first time. And Bill's like, shoot him, shoot him. And Grant's like, and then she shoots him. And basically the whole flesh pot explodes. Mm -hmm. And all the zombies kill over on the front lawn. Yay. And that's pretty much the end of your movie. Mm -hmm. Well, 
And then they walk off, and he's like, hey, remember the time I saved you from that deer? And she's like, yeah, Bill saved me from a deer, mm. which was not, in fact, what happened. It was the other way around. But that's neither here nor there. I thought it was a good show. What would you guys think of Slither? Oh, it is a good show. I've it always is. liked I've this. I've always loved this mm-hmm. one, man. What do you think is better, this or Night of the Creeps? This. this. I would agree. Yeah. I love Night of the Creeps, too. Mm-hmm. But this is like 50-50 on the humor and the, the, the alien nonsense. I think Night of the Creeps, they tried to be funny, but it wasn't. There was some funny stuff in there. I mean, they just didn't get there. I mean, yeah. I think all the humor came from, uh, what's his name, Tom Atkins. Mm-hmm. Thrilling. <laughs> right? Yeah. When I, I, for a long time, that's how I answered the phone. Really? Thrill me. Everybody's like, who is this? Well, it's just me, Darian. Why'd you say thrill me? I don't know. I That's my I'd, new saying. That's just what I do. Okay, well, do you want to have lunch? Yeah, I guess. Do I have to thrill you at lunch? No? Yes. Unless you call me back. <laughs> yeah, this was a good movie. I love it. It's uh-huh. a good pick, man. Tony, it's a good pick. You did you did us right this time. And it was colorful. Very colorful. I always look at that in all my movies. I like a horror movie that takes place mostly at night and mostly in one location. Yeah. But when you when you have a small town and you keep it to the small town, mm-hmm. you have room to explore. And mm. I like that a lot too. Yes. And when you give it a day or two like you did here, then we can get into the day, you know, the different dynamics of the people that work and live in the small town. This is basically Stephen King basically made a career off of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and that's that cuz you can you're still keeping it to one location. Mm-hmm. It's just a bigger location <clears throat> with more people and more subplots and more stories. You know, yeah, this was simple, and it was uh, it was good time. It was a good time movie, totally. is what I yeah. call it. Yeah, it wasn't totally. like uh, down and like depressing. No, yeah, yeah. I, it, <laughs> I come across funny. this. I see it on. I just leave it on. You just you got unless it's on the Sci Fi Channel. Yeah, yeah, in which case you know they've edited, edited everything, and cut the fuck out of it. And- like uh, what's the other movie that's called Slither? Is that what, uh, what the other one is called? I don't know what you're talking the, about. The spiky things. Oh, Splinter. 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 That's a good one, too. Yeah, if you compare these two, then to me, that's a dark movie. That is very dark. Dark. It, the Pretty. scenes are dark. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can't see shit. You don't it's want a to. good movie, I but I don't like that that you can't see it. Like this one, you can see the monsters. You can see everything. Well, the thing about Splinter is that... When you see it, it mm-hmm. you don't get to see it very often. But when right. you do, you're like, what the uh, fuck is that? She's got a leg coming out of her side <laughs> and all those black fucking squills and things happening. Yeah, whereas this one, like I said, it's colorful. It's bright. You can see everything. I yeah. like to see my stuff. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I would agree. Definitely check this out if you haven't seen it, inmates. I'm sure you have, but... If you know what, watch it again. It's October. You got thirty-one days. Watch it anyway. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take us a little break. We'll come back with some other stuff. You meet balls.
Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, back baby. <laughs> Woohoo! We did it. Yeah. We made it through Slither. What a good show that was, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, t- would you guys be at all interested in doing like a flesh meld with me? No? Nothing? No. I, I feel like we- between the three of us, we'd be a pretty good in shape flesh meld. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like we wouldn't be the big gelatinous thing. We'd be like a skinny, we'd more look more like a like a dead tree. <laughs> yeah. But with like abs on the trunk, you know what I'm saying? We're in pretty good shape, the three of us. Mm-hmm. I feel like we'd be like a be like God. an ab tree. Mm-hmm. And I got then, the height. Yeah, you know. And then there'd be like one arm with a Punisher tattoo on it, and then <laughs> yeah. another like uh, like a head with like half a blonde head and half a like a streaky head on the other one. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not no no interest in, in joining <laughs> no. me in the flesh melt. Nothing. No. All right. Never mind. There goes my sex fantasy of the evening. Whatever. Fine. I'll do the flesh melt by myself. What do you think of that? You are not invited. You two. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> All right then. Fine. Should we uh, get into a little? What are you looking at then? Mm-hmm. What are you looking at? You know, speaking of movies, that mm-hmm. um, this could easily be a different version of. Mm-hmm. I watched Shivers from 1975. Oh. A much hornier version. Oh, I remember. Yeah. You had me watch that. You didn't like it. No, nah, it was okay. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and watching, I, I listened to another podcast pretty much tear this movie apart. But it's just like um, like uh, Tom Hardy was saying, mm-hmm. it's not a good movie, but it's just so fucking silly to me that I, I have to watch it, and I love it. It's, mm-hmm. it's stupid. I know it's bad, mm-hmm. but I got to watch it anyway because I love the goddamn movie. I know. I'm hungry. I'm hungry for love. <laughs> I'm hungry for love. <laughs> Settle down. Easy there. <laughs> It's it, but it's the same thing, right? You got these uh, slurping tongues. Yeah. Uh, except th- when these ones get in you, they make you horny, horny. as fuck. Mm-hmm. Before you know it, you got a whole Canadian high rise oh, full of horned up geez. senior citizens. Yeah. <laughs> and there was some weird kid stuff in there too. Man. It got a little weird with the kids. Uh, uh, I'm doing the 31 days of horror movies for Halloween. Are you guys doing that? No. Watch 31. Okay, no. just me. That's fine. Uh, so I watched that today. I watched The Barge People from 2018. Monica, you recommended this? Oh, yeah. It was a pretty good show. Uh-huh. I like it. Did... It's, uh, I, I would liken it to a Hills Have Eyes meets the creature from the Black Lagoon. Huh. Yeah, or, with uh, the 80s thing going oh, on. Oh, totally. Yes. With the syntho mm-hmm. and the practical effects. Yes. Good times. Nice. Well, I, I yeah, it. it was a good movie. I liked it a lot. Uh, Anomaly from 2016. Hmm. This one, I just fucking grabbed something random off of Tubi, and this is a low-budget possession flick. Skip it. It's okay. not that great. I mean, if you need something to watch while you're folding clothes or something, whatever. <laughs> uh, Last Days on Mars. Have you guys seen this one? I don't think so. Bad motherfucker, this one. 
Does not. I feel it is wildly underappreciated as a horror film. Huh. Leave Schreiber. Uh, oh yeah, 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 buddy. Okay, There's, we just don't know the names. You have to yeah, remind I, us. Yeah, I know you guys are terrible. <laughs> I like Leave Schreiber. He's oh, man. yeah. Fucking zombies in this one, dude. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. mad, and mm-hmm. they'll eat you, but they will use like shovels and drills and weird space yeah. equipment to kill you first. Mm-hmm. And they're fast. Yes, motherfuck. Mm-hmm. And they, dude, these are some of the because it's like not a. Uh, you're dead, you get back up kind of a thing. It's more of a, you're dead, you turn into almost a, a, like a mummy kind of a deal. Mm-hmm. But you're still wearing the astronaut suit. I know. Which I think makes it even creepier because mm-hmm. everybody's walking around with those head bubble things on. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, hey, Bill, Bill, is that you? Bill? Mm-hmm. Bill, what are you doing, yeah. Bill? Yeah, oh, no! Go. Yeah. And then you don't know until they lift the fucking head bubble off. And mm-hmm. oh, goddamn zombie, look at this guy. Yeah. Bad motherfucker. Books of Blood from 2020. Hmm. Brand new. It's on um, Hulu. Clive Barker adaptation. It's an anthology. Uh, not bad. It tries tried to do like a trick or treat move where everything kind of ties together at the end. Uh huh. Not bad. Um, I don't know. Not not the best thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's better than the Books of Blood movie that came out in two thousand seven, as I recall. Oh, okay. Which was basically the same thing, just hmm. not as good. Hmm. Uh, and lastly, the WNUF Halloween special. Have you guys seen or heard of this? Mm-mm. It's great. I love this. Uh, imagine if you would a old time, like 1987, local television Halloween special where they go to the local haunted house and try to do a seance. Okay. Com- Sounds cool. Complete with commercials from 1987 uh-huh. for weird 900 uh, hotlines and oh. things like that. It's Looks looks and feels exactly like somebody recorded this at the time on a VHS tape, uh-huh. and now you're you're watching it, and That's it's awesome. It's really cool because there's like a um, there's like a dirty campaign going on between two state uh, like district wardmen mm-hmm. or whatever, and there's all these campaign ads, and they're just slandering the fuck out of each other. <laughs> Tom Dickman is that his real name? Who knows? Mike Flanagan for state senate. you know what i mean but it's kind of cool because like sometimes we'll get into these weird campaign ads and who like just like you're watching a vhs tape somebody just hits the fast forward button and it cuts through all the campaign ads (laughs) right back to the nuf halloween special that sounds so awesome it's it's streaming on shutter right now if anybody wants to check it out and that is all i got to watch this week monica give me something would you (laughs) give me one thing in the last month in, in change, give me one thing that you watched. <laughs> oh, okay. So I did watch a movie that I would have to call my favorite movie for 2020. Okay. Just because I've watched a lot of garbage. Okay. And this one was like absolutely perfect. It's right. called Alone. Oh, I've... Uh, Korean, right? No. What is it? It's about a woman dr- making it like a cross-country drive. Oh, okay. And um, this... I'm thinking of Alive. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, this one's called Alone. Okay. And so he, you know, it's cat and mouse. And I don't want to give it away because I thought it was excellent. Okay. It's it's because it can happen at any time in the 
in your life. And I yelled at the parole officer that when I'm making this drive by myself, this could happen to me and I have nothing. I have like nothing to protect myself except a big LED police light and pepper spray. Come on. Yeah. I need something more. Get a gun. What are you doing? At least a knife or something. Yeah, exactly. You need a gun? I have many. I can, I can give you. We one. have guns too. I have plenty but of guns. I've been told I'm not allowed to have one. Oh, okay. Is that a state of Nevada that told you to do, not have that? Or I don't know. And I did, I was telling Buddy, I did got get to watch that show on Netflix. I don't even know how I randomly found it, hmm. um, called Evil. Okay. Oh my God. Pretty good? Excellent. I actually started The Haunting of Bly Manor. Mm. Oh, yeah. Worth checking. I'm, t- I'm only about two episodes deep. That's why okay. I didn't bring it up. But if you like The Haunting of Hill House, I think you'll dig this one too. Mm. A lot of stuff going on in the background. You got to be hmm. paying attention. Hmm. Well, this one I think you would like too, because okay. maybe it's almost like the three of us. Because you got a guy who's a contractor okay. who's always trying to debunk everything. Okay. Then you got a guy who is um, a, learning to be a priest or becoming a priest. Okay. And so he's always there looking into whether or not the case is a possession. And then you have the psychologist who doesn't believe she's an atheist and she doesn't believe in anything. Okay. It's all psychology. I'm the, I'm the psychologist, right? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. And you're the priest? I would be the priest and you're, you're the, the contractor. You're the guy debunking everything. Okay, all right, great. <laughs> Good news. But yeah, it's really good. Very cool. I tell you, the first episode, when you watch it, and you're like alone in your bed, and it's dark, and you see the first episode, you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) How long are the episodes? Uh, I think they're about 30 minutes. Nice. Yeah, so it's not overly long. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's it. You got anything? Nope, not this time around. You busy bitch. Oh, fuck yourself. (laughs) Alrighty then. How about some immersion therapy? Yes. Immersion therapy. The Hubie Halloween. Yes. You seen it? Oh, yeah. What'd you think, buddy? I thought it was hilarious. Monica, you get a chance to check it out? No. Imagine if you would uh, the water boy on Halloween. Oh, okay. Pretty much. I was waiting to watch it, so. It's it. I mean, it's kids. I got some chuckles out of it. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a family film. Yeah, yeah. You know, I normally watch everything Adam Sandler makes. Okay, good for you. <laughs> Not my move, but good for you. <laughs> Is uh, David Spade in it? No, but no. You, you do have Rod Schneider. Okay, um, Tim James. Meadows, Kevin James. Who the? I tell you, man, the Red Queen's husband. Is Kevin James in this? Oh, <laughs> I swear to God, that was an observation my wife made. She's like, "That's Dusty." Okay, well, I'll have <laughs> to. I'll, I'll probably watch it. Um, who else? Uh, Tim Meadows, Kevin, uh, Kevin James, uh, Rod Schneider, His Steve wife's in there for a minute. Steve I Buscemi. I love him. Steve Buscemi. Yes, yeah. he's in it. He's goddamn ridiculous. Um, I think that's about it, really. Yeah. 
Yeah, pretty much. Huh, okay. Right on. It's, it's a cute little movie. It's a movie I watched with the kids. They loved it. Hmm. I think it... I'm going to I'm gonna make a bold statement right here. Better than Hocus Pocus. I agree Be- with that. Better than Hocus Pocus. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, anything beats Sarah Jessica Parker's face. I am not a fan of Hocus Pocus. Everybody <laughs> loves that fucking movie. I don't get it. Hmm. I do not get it. it. It's okay. I'm not a fan of Me- it. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's Halloween. Do you want to watch horror movies or do you want to fuck off? Mm-hmm. Okay, clearly you want to fuck off. Obviously, I watched it once and can't even remember it, so that's how great it was people, for me. People <laughs> fucking swoon over this movie. I do yeah, not understand. I don't, well, that's like the other movie they love. Which one? What is Monster it? The, no, The Nightmare Before Christmas or... That one I kind of get. Uh, a little I don't bit, get it. It kind of speaks to the whole goth movement. No, I don't know. I'm not goth. I tried to watch it. I'll take and, Nightmare Before Christmas uh, over Hocus Pocus. Me too. I, I could agree. see that. I would agree with that. Yeah. At least that one has some catchy tunes in it. <laughs> yeah. This is Halloween. <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right, buddy. What do you got for us this week? All right, this week let's check out 2019's The Room. It's about Matt and Kate who buy an isolated house. While moving, they discover a strange room that grants them an unlimited number of material wishes. But since Kate has had two miscarriages, what they miss the most is a child. Well, and you'll catch this on Shudder. Check that out, inmates. We will do the same, and we can compare notes next week. Hmm. Uh, the Mental Health Hotline is area code 775-387-0275, or get us on the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. Or if you want to defend Hocus Pocus, by all means, write in, call in, let me know what I missed or what I just don't get about it. I'll watch it again if you can make a good case, and I will fully admit if I'm wrong, because... I've seen it a couple of times, and I just don't fucking get it, man. So yeah. if somebody can explain that to me, I then think I've seen it a dozen times. Every time I'm a like, dozen why? times, yeah. Every time I watch, I'm like, why did I watch this? Why did I, I don't get it, man? All right, whatever. Uh, there you have it, my friends. Right now, however, I think it's time to educate Miss Monica. Hey, don't mm-hmm. remember what the clues were from way back when. Or me? Yeah, we're just yeah gonna have you. To, we're just gonna have to pretend whatever that was. To, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna cut back to me. And somebody probably guessed it anyway. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Educating Miss Monica. Um, I am an out-of-work film production assistant. Unfortunately, I am not as good at my job as I used to be because of an industrial accident that severed several of my digits. Not to worry, though. They were replaced with uh, hasty wooden digits. And I can now do the same job, just not quite as good as I used to, but I'm still pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, on this predic- pr- pr- particular production, people are turning up dead for weird reasons, and nobody can figure out why. Anything? <laughs> Nothing? Some people call me Johnny Woodenfingers. 
I don't know if that's actually in the movie, but the guy has wooden fingers. Does that bring? I'm trying to think of. I can't think of a movie with somebody with wooden fingers. Everybody given up? The editor. The editor. You guys seen the? You guys never seen the editor? No. You guys got wooden fingers. Nobody's seen the editor. Oh, how dare you! What year is it? Uh, like 2015, maybe? Oh, God. Never even heard of it. Sitting in the shelf right behind you there. You've never even heard of it. Never even heard of it. Okay, well, now you both need to go home and watch the editor. (laughs) It's a pretty good show. It's got uh, Paz de la Huerta in it. Oh. I think she gets naked. Yes, that's an excellent actress. Never heard of her either. I was like, who's he? (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Boardwalk Empire. What character that. was she? She was Nucky's first girlfriend, the hot little Latin number that gets uh, knocked up by Michael Shannon. She but oh. in the first season she comes out of the cake. Oh, I. Oh my God! I can't even. Show. I can't even with you people. <laughs> I can't even. All right, guys. Well, I guess that's about. Oh, I need to. Uh, um, Monica, who might who might you be this week? Do you have anything? I I don't have oh, anything. Oh, you motherfucker! All right, all right. You want to play hardball? Okay. Here uh, comes Monica with a dead giver and some vague ass clues. High school. Okay. Drano. Okay. Gay boys. Okay. Is that it? Trench coat. Trench coat. Trench coat. Okay. Hot girls. Hot high schoolers. Okay. Explosion. Six clues. Okay. I, you're pointing me in one direction. I'm pulling you to another. No, that doesn't have hot girls in it. I don't remember. Okay. All right. I'm going with that. I yeah, think- there was really only one. But I mean, for the time of it, it would be hot girls. The hot girls in school. If I'm thinking of the same thing you are, she's like a... She's like a low seven. Oh God! <laughs> if I'm th- if we're on the same page, I'll have to remember those clues. Okay, yeah, write that down <laughs> yes. somewhere. But I think I might have you. In fact, I think I do have you. Mm. Maybe I don't know. Okay, think about that, inmates. Uh, there you have it. That's going to do us for the week. Join us next week for feast here in uh, Tony Month in the padded room. Um, you too can pick a, uh, a theme for the month if you'd like. The patron campaign is up and running. You can find it at paddedroompodcast.com. Uh, we do have that going on. Find out anything you need to know about any of us or any of our affiliate shows right there at paddedroompodcast.com. Patron link you'll find there. T-Villain link you'll find there also. Um... What else? Like, comment, subscribe, wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility quite a bit, wherever it may be. And uh, other than that, I think that's about it. You guys got anything else on the week? No. No. No? Thanks, everybody. Absolutely. So, for Buddy, Monica, Gay Boys, Trench Coats, uh, Drano, Drano, (laughs) Horned Up Sexual um, Apparatuses and uh, Appendixes and Slithery Things that will find whichever orifice you're willing to present to them. And the Padded Room Podcast, I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye! Have a great week.